Welcome to Podcasting for That Reasons, where ABC brings the drama. And we are back at it again to bring you the analysis. Hey guys, I'm Marty My name is Brendan, ha- Brendan Hare, and welcome back to season 17 of The Bachelor and what feels like season five? Ooh, yeah. A podcasting like, for the right reasons? I don't know where we're at in this, in okay. this drama. Okay, so Hannah was week one, was season one. Hannah was season one, and then we had a Bachelorette, I mean, Bachelor in Paradise was season two. Uh-huh. Then Peter was season three. Season four <laughs> was the horrible break. Okay. And then, okay, so season five was Claire and Tasha. Really? I think so. Wow. I, like, I, my mind is blown at how long we've been, I guess we've been doing this for, but then again, and we'll get to this, but our pal Chris Harrison, he's hosted how many, like 45, 45 shows? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But it feels like whenever you say the amount of seasons that this has been on, then you look at the years, it's like, it feels like it's been so many more than what well, it is. Well, didn't they usually do two bachelors in a year? Yeah. So when you do two bachelors in a year, that kind of pushes things quickly. It's insane. So then Matt James would be season six, and then this would be season seven. Katie, wow. season so seven. So further along than what I thought. <laughs> season seven of podcasting for the right reasons. And Yay! To keep to keep the uh, the ever uh, the ever present sex puns going in this season, we started this off with a bang. How about that? Uh, oh, for sure, Dad. We st- we start the season with uh, with being introduced to to some men. We start off yes. with a honestly, if this is my teacher, he he may be getting. If I was the superintendent of this man's district. We're going to have a conversation about this scene alone. Okay. Listen, I remember us saying, no, like, he's cute. He's cute. He's, he's cute, cute, but you you are a teacher of children. You cannot that have is a, true. You cannot have millions of people on television watching you play ukulele in your bathtub. <laughs> but he's going on The Bachelorette. Come on. I mean, the, they expect, you expect, like, some spiciness. I don't know. I, I think that's weird. Just throwing they it out expect there. some spiciness. But that, so. that's Connor, who we both very much enjoyed, and we'll get to it later, but she also very much enjoyed. Uh, for sure, for sure. He's totes adorbs. I'm just saying. We have Carl. He's a motivational speaker from Miami, and he painted them exactly the same, one with a red background and one with a yellow background. Yes. This, I don't know, how did you feel about this painting? The painting, it was a little weird, but it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. I thought so. Katie looks great in it. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, it was something. It was something. He definitely caught a very casual side of Katie, which I think is Katie's preference. Yes. I did think it was funny, though, the, the pose that he used for the picture. Like, she's, like, all, like, carefree and everything, and he's, like, oh, the thinker. Yeah. It, it was definitely a weird like I, I liked it it was just a little weird mm-hmm. um, yeah we yeah. get the next video package was for Brendan he was the uh, he was a, apparently he played hockey up until high school and then quit after high school because he didn't 
care about it as much. But also, every time we saw him, he was playing hockey. He was right. playing so hockey like, two different thing. times in his intro package, and he played hockey with Katie. And then yeah. with everyone else. He is real cute. He's real cute, yes. Brennan is real cute. Like, He's also a firefighter trainee from Toronto, eh? What mm-hmm. part of Canada is is Caitlin from? Is she no? Is she Toronto or like the Montreal part? I think she's Montreal. I thought I so too, remember. but I wasn't hundred percent sure. Yeah, but I think I think she's Montreal. Um, yeah. So Brendan, like I, I'm not a pyromaniac, but I might set a fire and see if he would come put it out. <laughs> well, I feel like Toronto's going to have that problem now. Toronto's gonna be Toronto's gonna get real dangerous real quickly, with this with Brendan now being the face of the Toronto Fire Department. I mean, come the heck the, on. the Fire Department in Toronto is gonna be busy for a while. I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, next, we have Andrew. He was the uh, pro football player who lives half in Chicago and half in Vienna. I really applaud Andrew S for what he did. His entrance. I'm we haven't saying. remember. We're still in the intro packs. I know, I know. But yes, I he, but the introduction he kinda, was great. You kind of won me over a little bit with that. Because <laughs> it was hilarious. It was great. Uh, then we have Mike. Uh, as, as you can, as I'm, I'm staring at a, a screenshot from his, from his intro package, uh, he is a giant, very visible uh, cross on his necklace, which I mean, I'm not okay. sure would suggest that Katie is the bachelorette for him. Is he the he's, one crying? If he falls in love with her, that's great. You know, he's open to it. I but mean, there. Wasn't like wasn't he the one that was crying later on because he's a virgin? He I sure think was. Mike. I think Mike and Katie. the The virgin thing either suggests that he goes further than I'm expecting him to, mm-hmm. or he makes it a bigger deal than he needs to early on. I think that. I don't know. I don't know if I have a theory on that. I think that he, I felt like he gets a little further than what we expected, honestly. And maybe he will, and maybe, I mean, he's a handsome guy. I just think there's two real options, that he makes his virginity an issue where it's the point where he's crying in week four and quits. Or (laughs) this is like hometowns and he's breaking down, talking to his Christian parents that the, uh, that the uh, vibrator girl from Matt's season is going to take his virginity away. The vibrator girl. <laughs> so they're, they're, we have a real Mass issue threads. here. Oh my gosh. Uh, then we like, have his... I, think, I, think he goes, I think he goes further though. I would say he probably does further. I mean, we'll I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. Yeah. Uh, next we have, the next video package was Justin, who is... Uh, Painting on his balcony or roof. Another painter. Another painter. I think he's the this... one who did like the roses, right? And then left the one in the middle and was like, I left this hole here so that you can fill it. Yeah, I think this <laughs> I think this is really like his thing. I think the other guy is just like he does a little bit of painting. I think this guy is a mm-hmm. painter. Yeah. These pictures, these guys. Uh Trey. Uh, next video package was for Trey. He speaks a lot. He reads Latin, knows 40 digits of pi, and is into rap and classical music. And is a software engineer from Georgia. 
I like him. I like him. I think he's going to get at least to the middle of the season. I think, yeah, I don't, I don't dislike him at all. Yeah. I don't dislike him at all. And I then think I great. think this is the final video package was for Greg. Yeah. Um, I heard something interesting on the Bachelor Party podcast with Julia Lippman. She was saying the vibe she gets from Greg are similar to the ones she got from Rachel, which is a lot of screen time for absolutely nothing special. Uh, okay. I 100% think that this is accurate. To me, Greg is not anything special. He's not. It says... He looks like my ex-boyfriend. He seems sweet, but he's also got like a 1996 Devin Sawa haircut. All right. Yes. Greg is adorable, but I really don't think that he's, I mean, if I were the bachelor, I wouldn't. To each his own. I'm not the bachelor, but, but if he doesn't if seem to If he's looking or behaving similar to an ex of Katie, and then we figure out whatever happens to Greg happens later to Greg. That is a good sign for Greg. And like she said, you really only the super boring people get video packages and screen time if they mean something. Yeah. So I think That's Greg's, I think Greg's another, in for the long there's haul. An, there's another Brendan, I think. The guy with the hair, the other guy with the hair. Oh, yeah. Have a video package. I don't even... Like, I didn't remember seeing him. I remembered him because of our review of the men a few weeks ago. And if you had not listened to that, you should go back and check that out where we break down how much we hate all of them. Starting from Aaron, from Aaron to to Courtney. We went went through them all. Okay, so we start the season (laughs) with Katie mentioning a few times how she thinks she's doing this alone. Which I can see why she right. probably and thinks that. But do you really believe that Katie she was doing this alone? I don't think Katie's an actress. And she seemed to be... I... I don't know. I think she said it too many times. I think, think that they just think... picked... It's the same thing that they always do. I don't think anybody says any one thing more often than anybody else. But it's mm-hmm. the, only, the only quotes we heard from her the five minutes before Tasha and Caitlin show up are all about how she wants, she's doing this alone and she has to be ready because she's, she's clearly lost Chris. Yeah. But maybe they told her she's, she's it. Well, for whatever reason. That would be so hard to not only meet and date all these men, but to do it completely on your own, have no one to talk to besides like special guests and stuff. The idea of it is stupid, but maybe... Right, like, why Why would you... I, I don't know. <coughs> but I feel like she said it so many times. She said it at least three times, and I feel like that was for us to be like, oh, no, Katie is doing it by herself. But we you all know? knew that. Just kidding. But we all... It had been announced, and if you watched either of their social medias, then you could tell that they're very clearly together. Oh, yeah. No, they definitely told us that they were going to do it, but... So, I just... I I just don't know. I just don't know whether she knew or not. But we see her (laughs) waiting for the limos, and then... I I really like those two together. The dynamic of I do, too. They're so fun. They're so fun. And they also... Juliet Lemon made a a similar point, another point that I agreed with, which is 
she feels bad for anyone who has to share consistent screen time with Tasha. Just because okay. she's so beautiful and she's, she's so, so infectious she and she's so looks sweet. like a Disney princess. So she just she's wondering how this is gonna play for both not only Katie but also Caitlin in terms mm-hmm. of consistent screen time. And Tasha wasn't even trying to stand out. She wore a not exactly like she wore a a pretty black dress, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Well, they both wore black dresses. What I'm saying, but like neither of their black dresses were meant to stand out. Right, which is good because Katie's the one who's supposed to stand out, and, and I thought Katie's, that that's and Katie great. definitely. It's like out. not having. It's like not having your bridesmaids also wear white, you right. know, or like something completely up up showing you. So yeah, and you, so can, I thought good. That was a good choice to put them both in black <laughs> and Katie in red because you got to know who the bachelorette is. It's not the former ones. They're here to support. It's Katie now. It's Katie's time to shine. So I appreciate the fact that they did that. And I very much enjoy, I'm very much noticing the fact that Katie is obviously being styled this year because she clearly is looking more how a bachelorette normally looks in those clothes because she was not exactly the queen of styling herself on her season in terms of her, her fancy attire, but she looked incredible. I'm still not totally digging the dress that she had though. I I really like the dress. I really like the dress. Really, yeah, it's pretty, but it, it didn't. It kind of gave me like homecoming vibes. <laughs> I don't know. Homecoming, just, homecoming is more of a casual. This was definitely prom dress. It was long. It was detailed, and it was sparkly. That's a that, homecoming dresses are short dresses. Those are like knee length now. I don't know. I had a long dress for one homecoming. And I remember some other girl showed up with the same dress. Her name was Kim. I remember I was like, are you kidding me? I thought that this dress was unique. And she thought that her dress was unique. Turns out we both shocked at like, I don't know, whatever that was. Whoever sold Nicole Miller dresses. (laughs) So. I don't know. It was like 2005. (laughs) The girls surprise her by sneaking up behind her. And then they go and have, uh, they go and have a chat inside. Before we get started, uh, Caitlin tells uh, Katie to not rule out any of the guys night one except for the ones she has to get rid of. Obviously, she has mm-hmm. to rule out those. But I think what she's saying is that, and then Tasha agreed that Zach was not her in her top two when the season started, and now they're engaged. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought, yeah, that's like that's it's so it's an interesting point because there's so much that goes into oh, the women usually end up engaged or married to the guy that they gave their first impression rose, you know? And clearly, like, Tasha totally didn't do that. Right. She gave impression rose to, what was his name? I don't even remember his name now. Spencer. Spencer. And he was so cute. And then it was like, he doesn't matter. Yeah. So I think Tasha kind of broke that. She broke the spokes on that wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then they come back outside. They give the uh, classic line of let the journey begin. Mm-hmm. And we're off to the races with Thomas. Thomas says, I can't All wait right. to understand more of what makes you you. And he says a lot of other words that don't really mean that much. And it's speech. I wasn't a big fan of his speech in general. It was fine. <coughs> Thomas, though. Thomas is Tom- attractive. Thomas mm-hmm. is cute, for sure. Yeah. 
I'm I just, mean, they're really other than like Jeff, the weird RV guy, and to a certain extent, Greg, like they're all super attractive. Yeah. Like, but um, yeah, Thomas definitely, I was cool with that. I was, I was definitely cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> Next, we have Aaron, who's 26. He is from, he's from San Diego. And uh, his outfit was quite tight. Uh, yeah. And he kept talking about how nice his smile was. His pants, though. Yeah, the pants. Like, that's all I kept looking at. <laughs> I was like, oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. So he's nice. So far, Katie's men are nice. They're fine. Oh, we have Andrew M. was next. He is a de- he was the deputy district attorney from Newport Beach. He played Division One water polo and speaks Spanish. Not very memorable to me. No, we're now this next guy was the most memorable, in my opinion. David. Oh because... wait, no, he's the one I was thinking of. He's the one I was thinking about the pants guy. Well, that guy's pants were super tight. This guy's pants. Yeah. Were okay, so David were, is the one that I was thinking of. Like I was like David. Like, pull your pants down. David was missing the last six inches of his pants. Like, no, but they're rolled at the knees. They're like, it's like he got out of the limo. He got out of the limo and he didn't, like, pull his pants down. Like, so it's like they just stayed up at the knees. That's what I think that is. But, I mean, there's not a... In the picture that I'm looking at, there's not enough scrunch to adjust for the amount of pant missing. So he's obviously still missing too much... I feel like he was still missing too much pant. Okay, maybe. Because he's also doing the whole Chris Pine no socks thing. Yeah. Which I dig when guys do that with, like, nice dress shoes. I don't do it with dress shoes. In Sperry's, I go with the no-shows. Well, yeah, definitely. Like, boating shoes, totally fine. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah no. Sp- Sperry's in the summer, you can't have socks. That's a no-go. Like this. Man, I, I I lied. I forgot there was one more person that I did not like quite a bit, and that was Michael. Michael was thirty six. He was a quote unquote business owner from Akron. The only nice part Wait, about you didn't Mike, like him. Okay, I liked I liked his entrance. I didn't like him as a person. Oh, okay. The entrance was fine, but I didn't like his face and I didn't like his voice. <laughs> you didn't like his face. I didn't like everything about the way he presented himself. Yeah, but he, I mean, he was the, he was the one who said who gave her the f- uh, the watch that was two hundred years old and was a family heirloom, and then he lets him lets her know, "I'm just kidding. I just bought it at the airport." I thought that was freaking hilarious. Yes. honestly. And then he I, says, "He says time is precious. Be happy. Spend it with the people that you want to be with." Like if somebody had done that to me and was like, this has been in my life, my family for a thousand years or whatever. And then like praying to me like that. Like I was like, top notch. Okay. I like it. I was was a fan. I was a fan. And he pulled it off well. He did. Uh, Next we have Trey. Trey showed up in a pickup truck and there was a a long drawn out pause before he (laughs) leapt from the pickup truck that was filled with balls. I loved the pickup truck. The, the, that was Alicia incredible. I was super hyped because she was like, I love a man in a truck. So do I. I think that was great. And he brought the kid element. It reminded me of 
Oh gosh, what's her name? Was it Kayla from? Yeah. From, uh, the, the girl from North Carolina. Yes. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that a little bit, but only she did not have balls in her truck. No. She just had a truck. Uh, yeah. Trey lets us know that he's here to have a ball, and she's a baller bachelorette. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a lame line, but I like it. Yeah. Uh, I like Trey. I think it's great. The aforementioned Greg is up next. He, I mean, he he was dripping with nervousness. It was That's oozing the only thing that made him adorable him. to me. Hmm? That's the thing that made him adorable to me. Like that's the only thing that made yeah. him adorable to me is that he was nervous and it seemed it seemed real. Yes. He was rambling about how happy he was to be there. Uh she says he looks my ex he looks like my ex-boyfriend and then said to herself, "I don't know if that's good or bad." So we'll just have right. to see what happens with Greg. I mean like he Greg is just like a Greg is the guy that you meet and you're like, he's cute, right? Yeah, he's cute. And then he asks you out and it's like he's cute, but it doesn't like go anywhere with or maybe it does. Maybe that's Katie's type and that's it. And if this is Katie's type and that's it, that's boring to me. Yeah. That would be right. disappointing considering everything else that we know about her. Yes. Uh next we have uh Gabriel. He's thirty five. He's an entrepreneur, which usually means unemployed person who wants to build mm-hmm. a business. What did you think about that hug? It was weird, and I did not enjoy it. Like, I like hugging. I like hugging. Um, I like hugs in general. <laughs> but I like hugging men that <laughs> I know like that. And not 10 seconds after you meet them? No. Do not hug me 10 seconds after you meet me like that. Like, that's weird. Uh, I don't know if she was into the hug or she was just really into the way he looked because she followed him all the way inside. She sure did, though. That was... I was surprised that she dug him so much. I was, too. I was not a fan as soon as he gave her the the deep, uncomfortable hug. Because he's turtleneck guy. Yeah, he was turtleneck guy. 100% he was turtleneck guy. Like, that's not... That's, no. Uh, we have next is John, twenty-seven. He's a bartender from Pacific Beach, California. John's cute. John's cute. She says, "Okay, that's my type." Yeah. Just as John turns me. around to give her one last wave, she says, "F, did he hear me?" <laughs> I love that. Like that was the moment that I was like, "Katie's gonna win this night." Katie's great. And then we kind of start to speed things up a little bit, which means most of these people aren't important. So let's blow through them, too. Right. We have Andrew S. No, okay. We Andrew S. did not get a speed round. I take it back. I think we had one more that wasn't really speedy. Andrew S., he showed up in an old-timey car and tried to convince her that she w- he was from across the pond. I love that. And like, think, like heirloom thing, the heirloom guy and Andrew S. playing the prank about being yeah like british or whatever which was funny because i was like he sounds british but he says he's from vienna austria so <laughs> he's not even from vienna he just lives in mostly vienna he's from chicago right right but i just thought it was funny that he's trying to trick her that he has a british accent but he lives in austria yes it didn't make sense to me <laughs> but he did not let the gag go for very long he let her know before he walked away and she screams i knew it 
Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a girl on Colton season that did that? She like talked in a British accent the whole time, though. Uh, yeah, Brie. Yeah. Yeah, she was weird. Uh, we have Brandon, yeah. who I hated to begin with, and I still hate, and I hate his hair. Okay, Brandon, that's the one I'm thinking of, like with the hair. Brandon I was horrible. I don't remember him. I don't even remember him getting out of the limo. I don't either, but that's probably a good thing. He's an auto parts manager from Queens. This is not, this is the worst haircut I've ever seen in the franchise. Maybe. I don't know. Next, we have Connor C., a former baseball player, says, I figured if I'm going to catch feelings, why not bring a glove? (gasps) Lame. But Uh, I like the, I like the phrase catch feelings. Yes. Kyle 26. Uh, he, he's the one who pulls out a pair of tidy whities out of his pants. Yeah. And, uh, just made everyone uncomfortable. And then yeah. Andrew, Andrew comments that it's a bit weird now because somebody just dropped a pair of tidy whities on the floor in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Uh, we have, uh, Hunter, he's, who's 34. Here's a fish because I'm a catch. Uh, no. I, like, I laughed, but yeah, no, pass. Uh, we have Jeff. I hated Jeff. Every minute of Jeff was too much. Okay, yeah. Jeff, like, Jeff reminds me of a guy in a 90s movie, which there's also something else that reminds me of a guy in a 90s movie. I don't remember his name, but I know who he reminds me of, which I can't wait to tell you. (laughs) So hopefully he's on this list. Uh, But Jeff... First of all, Jeff looks like he's forty-five. Jeff is forty-five. We said this. Like, we said this when we talked about Jeff the first time, and he's no way he's thirty-one. And he's also the surgical yeah. skin salesman and lives in an RV. No, homeboy is almost fifty, and <laughs> yeah, surgical skin salesman. Oh yeah, like that's that's the guy. I could not. I could I, not get her. I wanted Jeff to make it one more week because I needed to know. A, what that job title meant. Because that in and of itself doesn't mean anything to me. And well, B, literally, like, I remember us, like, researching it. It Like, it is literally skin. Yeah. And B, I need to know more about him. He's somebody yeah. that I did not want in any way, shape, or form to compete for this at all. But also, we're talking to him. We're going to talk to Jeff, Okay. You want, to talk, you, you want to talk to Jeff? Fine. We can talk to Jeff. Yes, we can talk to Jeff. Okay. Go for it. Uh, just, because, just because we want to ask him about his skin surgery. And why too. he chose to wear his hair like that. Yeah. Like, honestly, though, he's like, he's honestly like, um, he's some, he's, he, what's, what's the guy from True Romance? Um, Bronson, Bronson, wait, no. Bronson Pinshaw? Is that, I need to Google this. I need to Maybe you guys know who I'm talking about. Okay, he also looks like the guy that was on uh, Leverage. Did you ever see Leverage? I did. Which guy? The the the, uh, the fighter guy. Uh oh. Maybe a little bit. He got the the super big angular face and the long hair. Basically, twins. Bronson Pinchot. Elliot Blitzer from True Romance. Okay, That's show, who show me, doing. show me, in, show me in the Zoom. Okay, hang on, hang on. Okay, see? Okay, yeah, I see that. Yeah, definitely. 
Just Hell for, yeah! <laughs> if you had longer hair. That movie so much. Uh, next we have James 30. He uh, shows up in the box and says for Katie to introduce herself, she needs to find him later. And he proceeds to spend an impressive amount of time in the box. Do you think he spent the whole time in the box? They, If they made a grown man wear a cat costume for an entire evening and then do the rose ceremony in the cat costume, they're keeping that man in a freaking box. But they didn't make him do that in the cat costume. They always make them do them. They always make them spend the whole time. If they're going to do a costume gimmick, they always make them stay in the costume. I feel like he was, I feel like he was too, he was too prim and proper. His hair, there wasn't a hair out of place when he got out of that box. What do you think he was doing in that box? You know that man had a mirror and a ring light. All he was doing in there was fixing his hair every time he moved. All right, maybe. I think maybe. he in the box. But I just don't, I just don't think he was in the box the whole time. I don't know. <laughs> uh, next, we have Marcus. is thirty. He's a real estate broker, and he he was fine. Um, next, we have Mike. Mike is gym owner, and uh, he had a lot of buttons unbuttoned on his shirt. I don't remember Mike. I don't either. That was really I all I remember back about him. Yeah. Uh, we have Cody, who made me super uncomfortable because he brought okay. with him. A doll. Right. Like, okay, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. All right. And this is where, like, the um, the double standard goes, okay? Because Katie, he basically said the exact same thing that Katie said when she showed up and met Matt, right? But he, and she showed up with a sex toy. And it's like, ha, 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 she's the bachelorette. A guy does it, shows up with a sex toy, says almost the exact same thing. And it's freaking weird. Yes. Yeah. That's, like, I don't know. I just Okay, I, Ernie, I'm going to look you in the eyes. Society, double standard. I'm going to tell you the big difference between those two situations. Okay. Katie is drop-dead gorgeous. And Connor, it, Cody is fine. He's an attractive okay. guy. But Katie is like a 12. And we just need to respect that. Okay, but do you I, not think that if a guy who's super gorgeous showed up with a blow-up doll... Ty, I, you're you telling me that Tyler, she couldn't get away with that? I don't know. I don't think... I don't... I think it's still weird. It's not... Tyler, she could do it because it's funny. Cody Cody makes it seem creepy because of also... And obviously also, zipper salesman, you're telling me that you don't have a built-in zipper joke? Okay, right. You gotta go with the zipper joke. That's what I, that's all I'm saying. If your name, if you are a zipper sales manager, and you're going with a very open and sex positive bachelorette, you blew right, you blow right past the zipper joke. You're foolish. That's true. That's true. But I just think that it was hilarious. He basically said the exact same thing, but he's a creep. I don't know. I. Th- I don't Women think he was a creep. So much more than men. I don't think it's. A, I don't think he was a creep. I just didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed hers. That's. I mean, I didn't think he was a creep. I just thought it was a little weirder. Uh, then because well, it's a doll. Katie didn't bring a doll. That's true. Like yeah. a doll with a face. 
Her yeah. vibrator didn't have a face. <laughs> That's true. Uh, then we go on a bit of a run of letting them know us, letting us know about some sex jokes. We have Justin, who makes some inappropriate jokes about his paintbrush. Oh yeah. Uh, we have was- Christian, who made an inappropriate joke about a genie and a lamp. And this is yeah. a not a family friendly but a clean podcast. So we're just gonna blow right through those. How's that sound? <laughs> I just didn't. I just found them uncomfortable. And I really there. don't want to keep talking about it. Courtney, Courtney's was Courtney. He tried to write a poem. He sure did. Emphasis on tried. It was something. But uh, <laughs> then Katie does the. Uh, the bang bang motion from behind Courtney. So that lets us know that despite his bad attempts at poetry, she was a fan. Oh, I don't I don't know if I don't know if I buy that she's a fan of him. I think that Katie was just like, yeah. Sex. That's <laughs> they could also be true. <laughs> I think that that was just like she's here for that. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, true. Nah. I don't know. I think that Courtney was nah. Next we have someone who clearly did his research on what Katie likes. And a man, and that's Connor mm-hmm. B., the math teacher from Nashville, who shows up in a cat costume, and Katie can't contain how much she likes him. Because he's weird, and he's adorable, and it's weird. <laughs> yeah. And then... He's a man dressed up as a cat. He has whiskers on him. Yes, but she was definitely a fan of Connor. She liked Connor. Uh, he's the one who's like smart, you know. Like yeah. I said, yeah, he's what? a handsome guy who's very smart, and clearly, clearly knew in enough time that she was going to be the bachelorette, or assumed she would be to prepare a a a good a good costume situation. Right. Yeah. Uh. So then now we just go ahead and we head inside. She says, I appreciate every one of you who took time out of your lives to be here. All I ask is that you be yourself because that's the only way this is going to work. I feel like that's that's such a classic thing, though. That's yes. like a throwaway opening to me. Anybody could have said that. That's no, not I mean, no, it wasn't a particular. I just I was just read it. It wasn't it was fine. Uh, <laughs> Katie immediately turns on all the charm in the world with every guy. Uh, she chats with Andrew about his fake British accent, and then she does her own fake British accent. And uh, she talks to Thomas next. Thomas says, I haven't been able to stop smiling. I can't express how excited I am that you're here. Katie says yeah. that she's impressed, and then he makes her blush. Katie, like, we were talking about this before recording. Like, Katie she's already winning at being the bachelorette she was at such ease you know if she was nervous she didn't seem nervous at all she did such a good job of i think it's because it was so recent for her being a contestant that like the turnaround of you know her being the bachelorette she like went into it it didn't seem like there was like a lot of time in between you know so i think she was able to like tap into that fresh off that show experience and like hold these guys hands and be like hey, don't be nervous, you know? I know, I get what you're saying. And to me, it didn't feel like she was just saying that to be saying it. 
it felt really genuine. Like Katie felt genuine the entire time. I loved it. Uh, she talks, then she talks to David, the guy with the pants that were aggressively oh, yeah. short. The porch pants. <laughs> and, uh, he's obviously very nervous. He, she kind of gets him to relax a little bit. They do a, a cleansing breath together. Uh, she, uh, entertains our good friend Marty as he pulls out his bag of crystals. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> Uh, in his bio, it says that Marty's personal tagline is Marty brings the party, but he obviously <laughs> needs to change it to Marty brings a bag of rocks to the party. Yeah. Uh, that's a joke that I would like, I feel the need to credit that joke. That joke is from Entertainment Weekly, <laughs> who's helping me with this recap because the mo- the, shoot, the show moves so incredibly quickly. So Marty brings a party to Marty brings a box, bag of rocks to the party. I thought, yeah, when he got that bag of... <laughs> He brought he like brushed out the crystals. I was like, "What is why?" Like, and he's like naming them, like what they are. Like, this is like no joke. I would send. I'm the bachelor. Okay, I don't care. I don't care if you're the most gorgeous person in the world. I don't care if a thousand men said you were the most attractive person they'd ever seen on TV or in real life. If you take out a bag of crystals. You are a ridiculous person. I don't want to have anything to do with you. <laughs> Nothing. I don't want to have anything to do with you. But it was... Um, you can't be taken seriously if you have a bag of crystals. And she was so kind about it, though. That's the thing. She's Katie so was so sweet. nice about it. She was like, oh, wow. Like, she wasn't like... She didn't give the camera a side eye or anything. Like, like she did with Jeff and his RV later. Camera Jim Halpert style. I would have been like... <laughs> Yeah. I would have let y'all know this guy's weird. Uh, she talks to. Uh, that's that's actually that's actually how I would operate as the Bachelorette. I would continuously just act like I was on the Office. <laughs> and then the guys get a, get the sense real quick how they feel how you feel about them because you're acting like this yeah. is a mockumentary. That's how I'd want my season to be filmed like the bet or like the Office and Parks and Rec style. Yeah, that would be that would be good. Uh, yeah. Next. Katie talks to Greg. Greg lets her know that his niece is a master jewelry maker. And there was a long-weighted list for her artwork, for her jewelry work. But he was able to get in a good word and got her a necklace. I so cute. I'm already bored with Greg. No. This is the one time I liked Greg. No, because that's like, that reminds me of Brendan from Tasha season. And Brendan was incredible. Mm, okay. Yeah, he was great, but it's too, I don't know. It's just too typical of being like, I don't have kids, but I have a niece and they made you this picture. Or they made you this macaroni necklace or they made you the seashell, blah, blah, blah. And then you meet them later on in the season. She gets to see how cute he is with kids tell, and how he just wants a family. Tell me when it doesn't work. Like, no, it's too typical. Give me an example where it doesn't work. It's typical for a reason, Ernie, because it never fails. Having a, having a cute niece or nephew that makes something for the lead that they may or may not get to meet later on in the season, never fails. I'm going to be so mad when he sticks around for this long to meet that niece. Oh, he... The niece. I don't want to meet the niece. She's going to. She's going to meet the niece. I'm mad. 
Uh, so then next, Katie goes out and plays hockey with Brendan. And then eventually, apparently, all the guys decide that they want to go play hockey as well. Because Katie's cool. Katie is cool. Katie is fun. And she goes and plays hockey outside on the opening night. And that's how she lives her life. Yeah. Uh, we go take a tour of Jeff's uh, Jeff's RV. Where he is still actively moving things around. If you like have that, any- he honestly like there. No, I don't believe that he lives in this RV. I don't believe that he. I can't with this. He like, does. He's straight up. Um. Oh gosh, what's his name? Buffalo Bill puts the lotion on the skin. Silence of the Lambs. Like if I, I would not get in that RV. <laughs> Get in there. He sells skin. He sells skin. You don't get in the RV of someone who sells skin. He straight up told you. Like, he told you. (laughs) Absolutely not. She shudders and she tells us he's throwing around his dirty boxers. And I just wasn't feeling the vibes with the RV. It's more than the vibes, Katie. It's more than the vibes. This would have been her first and only night as the Bachelorette had he stuck around. Which, okay, I feel bad if we get him on the show and he's a nice guy. I apologize for my previous comments. But Maybe. for right now, you sell skin and you have an RV. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, we move on. We randomly jump to drama that is not previewed or discussed <laughs> again. Where... Aaron? Like, where did it come from? What happened? No I saw one article that was like, did I fall asleep and wake up <laughs> in the middle of the most random fight? Aaron, the insurance agent, is giving Cody, <laughs> the zipper salesman, just all sorts of crap. <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> Do at least us out of nowhere. He says, I don't like you, bro. Like, I've never liked you. It's not my fault that I don't like you. Like, what? <laughs> Wait, that's what I like. I love it so much because he's like, I've never liked you. And it's like, bro, you just met him an hour ago. <laughs> never just, in 50 minutes. You know, <laughs> okay, I'm going to make a safe assumption here with a little bit of reckless speculation, okay? <laughs> All right, go for it. Aaron, way too turnt for this point in the evening. <laughs> Dude was both show drunk. <laughs> he was, he probably... He probably heard say Cody say something weird or like what maybe he thought was like objectifying to Katie. He's like, F this guy. I'm going to take this shot of whiskey real quick and I'm going to go tell Cody how much I hate him. Dude was straight up mid-season angry. <laughs> Cody, Cody couldn't have been more confused. Cody didn't understand. It's not, it's not like Cody was mad too. Cody was also confused. Cody was just like, I... Don't agree with anything that you just did, but okay. <laughs> what? I just love how that dude showed up mid-season angry. Like, is just going in on Cody. You know? Like, it's like, you you know how you, these guys want screen time, you know? So they're looking for that, like, that two-on-one. If they can't yeah. make it with Katie or the Bachelorette, they're going to at least be like, I'm going for that two-on-one drama. Yeah. You create two-on-one drama, and then you get the two-on-one. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is the first night. Relax a little bit. First night. We're not even... 
an hour in barely, or maybe we were just over the eight o'clock hour. But my goodness, my freaking goodness. I love it though. I love it. Do you uh, see his eyes whenever in, during the rose ceremony too? I didn't. This is like, watch the rose ceremony again. Cause like they're right by each other. I'm like, what is the two on one next week? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? Man. Uh, so he's coming in hot though. Most of the guys Ooh. seem to be pretty chill though. Uh, two of our good friends, wheel, uh, box guy and into the, uh, into another room. Uh, Michael says, good luck, buddy. And taps the top of the box. And mm-hmm. then a few seconds later, Katie says, okay, it's just us. And then he pops, then pops out. Wait, hang on. What did you expect? What were you thinking box guy looked like? I mean, I, I had to assume he was going to be attractive, but I didn't think he was going to be that attractive. He was. I didn't think he was going to be that attractive. I he didn't think he was super that attractive. handsome. Don't know what I was expecting. He was super handsome. Yeah. He was, he was really all- handsome. Like, did you hear somebody was like, who is this, Jay Gatsby? Like, right. <laughs> that's why I'm like, he couldn't have been in that box that whole time. His he, hair was not out of place. He's a three-piece suit, looking like somebody from The Godfather. <laughs> yeah. I think he was definitely going for the uh, Leo DiCaprio as uh, Jay Gatsby. Yeah. With the outfit. For sure, for sure. And I, like, I'm digging it. Katie digging said it. she thinks he's super hot. And she definitely has a crush on him. She was like, the, the what did she say? The gift was a gift. Yeah. <laughs> like that. She's like. Then uh, Katie plays a random floor key, uh, ground keyboard with Connor the cat. This is also like, can you imagine that you're just like playing it? You're like basically playing around like Tom Hanks and FAO Schwartz um, with a cat. A man dressed as a cat. Now, okay, so <laughs> I'm I'm looking at my notes about this Connor conversation, mm-hmm. and it says, and obviously we'll talk about it, but she she kisses him for quite a while, and gets a decent. I mean, cat it was like face. two or three kisses, but it was not her first kiss. I'm I'm noting. And I, no, I think she kissed Thomas, didn't she? Thomas? I think so too, Thomas. Yeah. Thomas, yeah. It was either Thomas or Jeff. Yeah. Wait, Jeff. No. <laughs> no. She didn't kiss Jeff. No, she did not kiss Jeff. She was... <laughs> like, don't lie to me like that. <laughs> she sent him home, Ernie. Just keeping me on my toes. Don't. <laughs> I was like, what is that? On the cutting room floor? I'd be like, edit my kiss out with him, too. Um, yeah, though, that cat kiss. Yeah, that was that was a pretty good one. I mean, it looked like it. It looked like he's a good kisser. Yeah. But I like, am I making this up? I feel like she said the cat kiss wasn't good. I don't remember her saying that. Maybe I saw that or heard that, or maybe I thought that she said that somewhere. I don't know. But because the, the cat kisses, they looked they looked pretty darn good. Yes. Look, having a good time. Good for her. Good for. Katie. Yes. But yes, uh, Connor unfortunately does not get the uh, the first impression, Rose. She talks to Michael. Michael tells Katie about his four-year-old. Oh, yeah. 
we have a note here that Katie is pretty ambivalent about having kids. She tells Michael that she's open to it in some way, but she's also fine with it if the love of her life doesn't want children. I thought that was really interesting. Like, to be in level of a place where you were like, you know, I could make meet somebody who has kids, meet somebody who doesn't want them. You know, you've got to be like, I feel like Katie has achieved a level of zen in her love life expectations that, like, I want. <laughs> I think it's not even just an, ex- it's not even a level of zen, but it's a level of this, it's a level of maturity that you get by living the hard life that she did. Because I talked about it before. Her parents divorced when she was she was a baby. She went to five elementary schools. Oh, yeah. She grew up very poor. <laughs> so, I mean, she's she's had her struggles before she got to this point. Yeah. And then she, yeah. she goes ahead and gives her boy Greg, Mr. Pasta Necklace, the first impression rose. And then they kissed. So that's three guys she's kissed. How badly did you want her, though, to sit down with the next guy and him be like, you've got a little, you've got a little something on your face. Like, I because she cleaned up pretty good. Connor, like that whole, the whiskers, everything came off on her. Oh, <laughs> she probably had somebody, a producer waiting for her at the door to clean her oh, up. Yeah. But I wonder if they cleaned up Connor. I guess they had to because there was never a bigger, a big deal about Connor later. Yeah. So they and probably he told me, like, hey, buddy, why don't you step he in here? would know. Yeah, maybe they're like, hey, buddy, why don't you step in here and, like, use this makeup remover wipe to get the marker off your face and then redo it so that we don't have right. a, a fist fight on night one. Right, right. We already had Aaron, <clears throat> we already had Aaron lose it for no reason. So let's he would have flipped. Some, oh, <laughs> he would have he punched Greg in the face. He would have flipped out. He'd be like, I never liked you either. Oh, my gosh. I literally, I'm so... I'm so ready to hear. I mean, how much you want to bet that they won't, if this is not a two-on-one, they will save that argument until the men's tell-all? Yeah. They will save that and then be like, what was that really about? Yeah. Uh, after she gives out the first impression, Rose, the next thing we see is uh, Katie, and Caitlin, and Tasha letting the men know that it's time for the rose ceremony. And we get this party started. Shall we start our roses? These are the people who get roses. Drum roll. Wait. Drum roll, though. Hang on. Before we do the roses, do we want to do a bit of news and notes? Let's do some news and notes. I like it. Uh, This came out very conveniently right after the season ended. Right after. I don't know how I missed this. Because you told me. I didn't even see it until... I saw it yesterday. Was it yesterday morning that I texted you? Yeah. Yeah. I saw it right before I texted you. Because I didn't even, you told me it came out the night before. I somehow missed it. I guess I went to bed like a normal person. <laughs> right. But so he like in the dead of night, I guess, announced this. So it was announced that uh, Chris Harrison has reached a mutual agreement to, to leave The Bachelorette. Uh, mm-hmm. News is reporting that he came out with an eight-figure uh, departure agreement, and we've read several sources that say between twenty and twenty-five million dollars. That's <laughs> insane to me. Eight figures. <clears throat> yes, and then he also, just for reference, he made eight million a season. 
That blows my mind. All of it. Yes. So then about Chris Harrison not being around anymore. He says that his he made some great friendships over the past. Was it 19 years? Yeah. Oh, this is the end of his journey. But those friendships are sticking around like and we talked about this. Like his role kind of decreased over the time. And there was definitely bachelor people who posted about his departure. On their Instagram, Peter made a very heartfelt uh, post about how he met him when he was 18 at of an airport. Peter would. Peter Peter met him when he was 18 at an airport, and then he didn't realize that he would this would become a great friend that he traveled the world with twice. Mm-hmm. So that was that was the heartfelt message from him. Then there was a very sweet comment on that from uh, Julia LaPlaca, who's on the show as a uh, producer. So I mm-hmm. wonder how this is hitting the production cast, the production crew. Yeah, because, I mean, they've known him forever. Mm -hmm. Anybody who's ever worked on the show has worked with him directly. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see uh, what what may or may not come out afterward. I assume that 20 to $25 million settlement also came with an NDA. So we will not be hearing the the dirt that uh, Chris supposedly had in his arsenal yeah. if he were to uh, leave with less money than he expected. Yeah, because there was there was definitely some talk of that. There was definitely some talk of what he what he knew and kind of was potentially shopping around that news. Yeah. Oh, so, um, I'm not going to lie. I kind of wish that he was able to share the dirt, yes. you know, but yes. I mean, whatever. Um, what are your thoughts on who can potentially host next? I've heard some some people, but one suggestion I did not really like, what and was that it? was Rachel Lindsay. Rachel Lindsay's gone. She doesn't want to be a part of this anymore. It's toxic. But do you think she would come back now that Chris is gone? No, I think that she and Chris had their issues, but I think that there is a large part of Rachel who had a problem with the culture around the show. Yeah. And I think that's true. That's I true. think that part of that is people like Mike Fleiss who aren't going anywhere. Mm, that's a good point. That's and a good point. Chris may have been the face, but there is a large group of people behind that way who obviously were going to keep Chris around until mm-hmm. everyone else said it's not okay. Yeah. So I don't that's- think she's coming back just because Chris is gone. And she'd even said that Chris had reached out and they had come to a a place where they both understood what happened and she, they, they were okay. So Mm -hmm. I don't think Chris's departure is going to make an impact on her either way. And I also think, uh, I, I wouldn't, I'll put it this way. I'll be surprised if Ben Higgins is back when, uh, the bachelor live on stage returns. So you think Ben Higgins? I think Ben Higgins is heavily in it. Ben and Wells, Wells, Ben and Wells. I think. Oh, I hope not Wells. I love Wells. Wells. Not, I, like I love Wells for the beach. <laughs> oh, I don't you, love Wells for like the host gig. Did you see like, that Sarah's joining Wells on BIP this season? Oh, really? His fiance Sarah Highland will be joining him on oh, the beach for nice. Paradise. I like that idea. So I'm really excited about that too. Uh, yeah. Next news? No, I think that uh, I think Ben is a good. That's a good option. Not I think it's it's basically Chris. We're gonna get the same stuff that we got from Chris. Some humor, some upstanding citizen. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, next news, we have Brendan from Tasha's season of The Bachelorette and Piper from Matt's season of the of The Bachelor are dating. They have been seen multiple times together. They people has confirmed that they are together. That's interesting. Remember how we liked Piper and then she was annoying? Yeah. That's all I have about that. <laughs> all I have to say is that, but she's also really pretty. So I mean, good for Brendan. She's I really guess. pretty, yeah, but she she's she just seems like she's a, she's a, she's a lot. Uh huh. I mean, uh huh. So uh, you know, the uh, the news was announced. A few days ago that David Spade would be taking a turn, at least partially hosting the Bachelor Bachelor in Paradise this season and the other co-host, the other rotating guest of hosts has been announced. We have Little John, Titus Burgess, and Lance Bass. So they will all be on a rotating schedule of hosting Bachelor in Paradise. Titus Burgess is going to be on there? That's great. Yes. Hilarious. Yes, he's funny. When I first heard about David Spade, I had super, it was a super mixed bag of emotions. Because David Spade is just right down the line of being weird and creepy, but then also being hilarious. Yes. SNL, Tommy Boy, that stuff, love it. But then, like, he's also just, I don't know, he's just kind of, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Swarmy? Is that a real word? Why do I feel like I'm I mean, I think he also plays into that because that's how his look is that's his shtick like he yeah that's that's his thing so i don't i wonder i doubt we'll get a whole lot of that i think we'll get a lot more of david spade actual humor unless Mm -hmm. i have to be david spade uh creeper yeah because that's not gonna fly well in paradise i don't think no uh unless paradise is the perfect place to be a creep no I'm just saying, we've not seen, in the we've seen show, Chris like, do it for a while. Yeah. Uh, there's the rumors that started in March and then resurfaced a couple weeks ago when Connor Saley was on Madison Pruitt's uh, TikTok. So there's rumors mm-hmm. that they are together. They have said that they are not. And Madison, I thought book. she was going to announce it. You thought, I thought she, she was. Say something about it when she made a big announcement. But the announcement was that she wrote a book, and I just don't care. Don't care at all. Honestly, Pop and I think probably played into that hype, though, of people talking about her and Connor being together. She was like, oh, this is the perfect time to launch my book. Uh, quick question, kind of a poppy culture, pop culture question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that she's trying to be Sadie Robertson? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I, I think but so, too. First person I thought of when she announced this book. Yes, I thought so, too. Uh, and last note, Rachel and Matt are like... Together, together, despite, like, rumors that they were, they're officially back together. They're making appearances yeah. together, and they uh, did some press stuff at a hockey game last night. So they are, they are, for all intents and purposes, back together. So good they're, for them, I guess. No one cares anymore. It's just, also who is also back together and no one cares, uh, Dale and Claire. I didn't even, I, I knew that was news, and I intentionally chose... To left it out, to leave it out, so that I would not be infuriated. Thank you for bringing it up anyway. You're welcome. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. Yes. Shall we roll into the, the rose ceremony? Let's do it. Uh, joining 
Greg in next week's episode is Trey, Michael A, Thomas, Garrett, Connor B, Andrew S, James, Justin, Courtney, Carl. Did Courtney get it? No. I have no idea. <laughs> Carl, Mike P, John, Kyle. There's so many people. Andrew M, Ugh. Josh, Connor C, Brendan, obviously, David, Aaron, Christian, Hunter, and as the ladies come out to let us, Tasha lets us know that this is the final rose. No, sorry, Caitlin lets us know that this is the final rose. Mm -hmm. And the final rose goes to Cody. And then Tasha. Cody was going to get the final rose because he was the one doing the most talking. Like they gave him that voice over time. Lots of airtime. Yeah. Well, it'd be so sad. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, bro, you're getting the rose. And Tasha says, uh, to let. To let the you know if you did not get a rose say your goodbyes uh we say goodbye to austin brandon gabriel uh jeff the skin salesman landon marcus and crystal guy marty bye i'm not sad about any of them no could not kill us and I that never was be, i will never be more sad than i was when Grocery Joe got the boot his first night. That still takes the cake of when he got the boot and all of America was like, wait, what though? <laughs> and so, look yeah. at Grocery Joe now. We had a podcast. But that was that was super unfortunate for Grocery Joe, but none of these guys will make an dent in any way, shape, or form in Bachelor Nation again. No. Uh, no. Any overall thoughts before we uh, end this? A tight 102. Look at us. Nice. Um, I have no thoughts on any of these men yet. Nobody uh, really stood out to me. Katie, I have thoughts on Katie. Katie's a good bachelorette. And Tasha and Caitlin are fun hosts. Yes, I think both of those statements are incredibly true. And I'm very it was fun having them at the window, like cheering Katie on. Yes, and you I, know, being like us out here in the audience. I think when you're trying to hide your friend up, mm-hmm. that's what it was. I so it was- yes, I'm definitely a big fan of uh, how they work together. Uh, so next week we have week two of the Bachelorette, and we also have a big announcement. So yeah. be on the listen for that next week if you are not listening. You should be. Next you're honestly week, missing out. You're honestly going to miss out. So you're definitely going to want to be here for next week's announcement. Until next week, bye, everybody. Bye.